me also to the book of uh, Matthew. Matthew chapter 20. Matthew 20. Mm -hmm. I will need, um, I'm going to read um, the first two uh, verses. Matthew 20. I'll read the first two verses. Then I'll need somebody else to take it from verse. Um, so from verse 28. So Matthew chapter chapter 20 from verse 28. Uh, from verse 20, actually, Matthew 20, 20. I'll read 20 to 21. I'll need somebody to take it from 22 to 23. And then somebody has 24 to 25. And somebody has 26 up to 28. Now then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons, worshiping him and desiring uh, a certain thing of him. Verse 21. And he said to her, What will thou? She said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may see the one on thy right hand and the other on the left in thy kingdom. Verse 24 to 25, somebody asked. And, and when the time added, they were moved with indignation against the two brethren. But Jesus called them unto him and said, Ye know that the princes of God of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they are of great exercise authority upon them. Verse 26 to 28. Yet it shall not. Sorry. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God has been taking us on a series titled Christ, Our Living Example. Christ, Our Living Example. Uh, from this series, we have uh, been able to understand by the hand of the Holy Ghost, uh, the Holy Ghost revealing to us that Christ lived by his word. He was a man of, of his word. Um, Christ was a person of action. It was an, uh, you know, verb person. That means action world, action. Uh, when he says he will do a thing, he will do it. Uh, what he's supposed to do, um, Christ, you know, will do it. Uh, we also look at that Christ uh, also is an example in the place of love, in love, in love. 
um, because of uh, because of how much he loved us and he loved his creation. He left his glory and came down to this world of um, in a world of iniquity. Uh, why? Hunting for us, searching for us, that we may be we may be with God, we may be reconciled with God, and also we may together make his kingdom. We also understand that Christ also was a person who who lives by faith. I mean, <laughs> if you think it's not faith to walk on water, I want you uh, to put water in a basin and then step into that uh, into that basin, uh, particularly hang the basin somewhere, and it's a you know brokeable basin. Um, then the, you will know that uh, it takes faith to walk on water. Um, now, or it um, it it is like saying that oh, you don't need faith, um, you know, to uh, to drive or to fly or no, we need faith for everything. So Christ. Or somebody who lives by faith, and he demonstrated this again and again. He had absolute faith in God. He had absolute faith in God. He had absolute faith in His promises for His, for, you know, for us and also for Him. Now, this morning we are looking at now Christ our living example in leadership. Christ our living example in leadership. Now. Um, there are, you see, leadership um, is something that um, uh, we see majority of people desire to, uh, you know, leadership office is something that most people desire to occupy. Um, well, honestly speaking, there is nothing wrong in desiring it. But my only caution is that be courteous of what you desire, because many of us desire things we don't know about. We desire things that uh, you don't even know whether you have the capacity, whether you have the wisdom, whether you have, you know. So it is good to desire, don't get me wrong. It's good to desire to be a leader, uh, whether, you know, in the, in the community, in your place of work, in the church, anywhere in the world, in your school, in your faculty, in, in any, you know, any, yeah, in any glorious place. It is good, and we are encouraged to take on leadership role. However, we must understand that there are some things behind leadership that we, each one of us, must know of. Now, Jesus Christ, you know, we saw here in the book of Matthew, chapter 20, 20 to 28, um, a wonderful woman, you know, came. Of course, uh, every woman would love their children, uh, you know, who came. Uh, I mean, she came and uh, to approach Jesus. And what was it that she was looking for? She has one request. And the request was that, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, please just give me this petition. I want uh, one of my son on your right and the one on the left in your kingdom, when you get your kingdom. And, you know, the, the desire of that woman is not, um, it's not our focus. And again, just like uh, what I said earlier, by the help of the Holy Ghost, to desire a thing is not wrong, particularly glorious things. So what she desired was good. There's nothing wrong in that. But the outcome of our desiring 
what Jesus Christ said in our focus. Now, Jesus Christ said in verse 22, he said, but Jesus, uh, but Jesus answered and said, ye know not what ye ask. That means Jesus Christ is saying, you don't really know what's the implication of what you want. You don't know what you're asking at all, this woman. You don't know. Now, and Jesus tested her and said, and I'm sure our sons were there with her. I said, are you able to drink of the cup that I drink of and to be baptized with the water that I'm baptized with? And they said, and they, so that more than one, they said unto him, we are able. In actual sense, they are not. But because they do not understand what Jesus Christ meant by, do you, are you able to drink the cup that I'm able to drink? I'm able to be baptized. They call me, can they drink vinegar? <laughs> no. Can she drink vinegar? No. Can our sons drink vinegar? No. Can our son carry the cross, carry the cross, and then be, be beaten, you know, be, be, be stripped uh, open, be fight on, be put in with a crown of thorns? Can they do it? No. No human being can go through what Jesus Christ went through except you know, Christ himself. Now, now, and so this was the picture uh, Jesus Christ was trying to that woman, but she obviously she and her children did not understand. Jesus Christ said, can you be baptized in what I'm baptized? Can you drink the cup that I've been to? That means, can you drink the cup of vinegar? But she didn't really understand. Now, the Jesus Christ now used that woman's inquiry to teach us something important as believers. And what is it? Leadership. Jesus Christ went on by saying in, the, in verse 26, he said, but it shall not be, be so among you. Now, uh, before he made that, the reason was that two other disciples heard it, which is where we are going. They heard it. They said, oh, why is your mom asking that kind of request? So are you, is this two of you that will not be our leader? No. And so there was like murmuring, competitions among them, just as we see in church, just as we see in places, politics all over the world. Now, it should not be found among us as believers. Now, you see, in, in the body of Christ, even outside of the body of Christ, now, there are different leadership roles. Now, for each one of us, we must take on the nature of Jesus. We must have, what is the nature of Jesus? See what Jesus told his disciples in verse 26. If you want to be a leader, there is nothing wrong in wanting to be a leader. But be ready to do what Jesus Christ said in verse 26. He said, but it shall not be among you, but whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. That means whosoever will be your leader, let the person now. Can you be a minister to people? Can you wash people's feet? Can you serve them food? Can you, can you stand in the gap for them? Can you not desire titles? Can you, are you, are you, do you, do you have the capacity to bear insults? Because leaders must be ready to be insulted. Yes. Do you have all those things? Many, many times, many of us, what we see in leadership is we, we just see the glory. We don't know what is behind it. So can we bear all the same? Now, Jesus is a living example in leadership. Now, Jesus Christ went on 
He said, and who will, whosoever will be chief among you, let him be a servant. Can you be people's servant? Can they call you servant? He said, no, you don't know my title. I am so and so. I am pastor so and so. I am pastor Mrs. so and so. I am evangelist so and so. I am prophet so and so. I am apostle so and so. And the list is endless. Brethren, it is not about the title. You see, it is not about the title you bear that makes you a leader. What makes you a leader is what you do that brings that confirmed leadership on you. And that's what many of us don't understand. But Jesus Christ is showing us a pattern of what it means to be a leader. For instance, if I walk into the midst of, let's say, 10, you know, 10 youths, as I walk, maybe, let's say, youth in Jesus as, as a case in point, I walk into the midst of 10 youths. And as I walk into the midst of 10 youths, I had food in my hand. I had snacks, different kind of food. But the 10 you did not know that I preserved the, the food was actually for them. And as I walked in, there were two among them that rushed. I said, ah, sir, we have to help you. We have to help you. Sir, anyway, if you want to go and distribute this snack, this food, even among the poor, among the prostitutes on the street, we will follow you. We will be the one distributing it. And the other, well, sir, you didn't tell us to come and carry the food. You didn't tell us anything. Uh, we are not sure where you are going anyway. So we want to be sure first before we follow you. We can't just follow you blindly. Now, in Jesus Christ's definition of a leader, or somebody that would be great, those two youths are leaders. They are the leader among the ten. So the remaining ten, the remaining eight, they are not ready to be a leader. So this is the simple mathematics about leadership. Is that you must be ready to serve. You must be ready to put aside your own, you know, right. Put aside whatever thing, you know, uh, others may probably consider. Maybe those are others are looking at their comfort. But a leader is sacrificial. So Jesus Christ called each one of us. In your place of work, God wanted to be a leader, step up, but be ready to be a servant. If you are not ready to be a servant, or you're someone who loves uh, accolades, oh, I'm telling you, you are not ready to be a, a, a godly leader. Now, Jesus Christ went on to say, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. If you are still with me this morning, I want you to unmute your device and shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unmute your device and shout a big hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad there are people that are with me this morning. Brethren, a leader is a servant. Can you be a servant to people? If yes, then you are ready to be a leader. And anybody that is a leader, ready to serve, Oh, if the person is going to be great. Lastly, we see an example. You see, it's not about the position where you are, the level you are in life now. 
It is about you having the heart to serve God and people. A leader must, a godly leader must have a heart to serve God and people. Now, many of us oftentimes we are, we had under the impression that, oh, oh, I wish I was like this. I wish I was like sister so-and-so. I wish I was like brother so-and-so. No, don't wish to be somebody else. Where you are now, there are opportunities to exercise, to be a servant. Look for it. Look for it. It could be welcoming people into church. It could be waking up in the morning, coming to church, clean all the chairs, dust them off when nobody sees you. It could be cleaning the pastor's office. Yes. It could be being an usher. Or it could be, oh, I want to be among the children teacher who is going to be teaching this future generation. Oh, it could be among those. It could be among those, uh, you know, those that are standing. It could be the protocol. Oh, I'm going to make sure everybody is, you know, you know, taken care of. It could be among the hospitality. It could be among different departments. Taking on the place of helping others is what leadership is all about. We saw that in the life of Nehemiah. Nehemiah had the heart to see the, the, the broken world view. And as a result of that, God turned his life around. Brethren, we be an example in leadership, in your place of work. They must, be see, they must see you as somebody who's willing to serve all the time. In the church, you must be somebody who has the heart to serve. Don't say, well, I'm a minister, I'm a worker, I'm a head of department, I'm this and that, I have PhD, I have this, I have that, 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 that. And I call you to come and clean the, you know, clean the place. Are you a friend? Ah, you are not ready to be a leader. You must be willing at all times to serve and to humble yourself. I want you to bow down your head this morning. There are different opportunities that God has placed ahead of us. But the challenge is that majority of people are not ready to be a servant. They want to put on the, 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 the garment of, of a leader, but yet if you want to be served, you must be somebody who's ready to serve all that. Now, I want you to lift up your voice this morning. I appreciate God for the word that you have heard this morning. Jesus Christ is our living example, and God is teaching us this morning, I must be that living example too. I must follow in the footsteps of Jesus. I must follow in the footsteps of Jesus. I must follow. No, so I appreciate him for the word you have heard this morning. Make sure that you are awake wherever you are this morning and lifting up your voice and appreciating him. God is preparing great generations. He's preparing great set of people. He's raising us up. He's doing great things. Lift up your voice this morning and I appreciate him. Now, your next prayer is that, Lord, give me the heart to serve you. Lord, give me the heart to serve. The heart of of of, of, of servanthood. It doesn't mean that you are you are praying the wrong prayer. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ said it. Pray and say, Lord, give many of us who may not have that heart now, but you need it. I need the heart. You need the heart. Say, Lord, give me the heart of being a servant, even to you and to people. Because everyone that serves others, they are the one that becomes leader tomorrow. Go ahead and tell God this morning, Father, do you know in your home, you can be a servant? Yes. In your very home, in your community, in your family, in the church, in your department, 
You can say, oh, I'm going to be taking this on. I'm going to make sure the door is open all the time. I'm going to make sure everyone is saying, uh, you know, these needs are taken care of. That is somebody who's going to be a leader. Now lift up your voice and tell God. Now finally ask the Lord this morning that in the name of Jesus, as you said, the Lord in his glory will visit you and turn your life around. I don't know what you desire from God this morning. Tell him this morning. Now, if you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, I forsake all my sins. And as from today, Lord Jesus, help me to follow in your footsteps, in leadership, in word, in faith, in prayer, in everything that, you, that, 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 that has to do with my life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Jesus, I thank you for this life that has been saved. Please forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Lift up your voice this morning. Ask him, what do you want him to do? Commit today into the hand of God. Commit this morning program into the hand of God. The married and singles fellowship. And God has prepared great things that he wants to do in our midst. Commit it into the hand of God. You are muted, sir. Sir, you've muted your device. Yes, yes. Go ahead. You are, you are praying your personal prayer. So, yes. Yes, go ahead and pray. Thank you. Yes, it's intentional. Thank you. God bless you. Pray your personal prayer. What do you desire that God do for you today? Go ahead and tell him. Yes, the voice to come into my situation. Now begin to give God the praise for answers to your prayer. Give him the praise for answers to your prayer. Appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Unmute your device and shout a big amen. amen. Shout a big amen. 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 If you are going to be a great leader, shout a big amen. Amen. I want us to stress for the King of Kings. I thank you this special morning. I thank you for gathering us together again. What an honor to pray unto you. And thank you for all this answering us. We are grateful for your word. Jesus, you are our living example. You have been our living example in word, in action, in everything, in prayer in faith, in leadership. Here we are this morning teaching us the pathway to greatness. That the pathway to greatness for every one of us is that we must learn to serve. We must have the heart to serve. We must have the heart to serve you and to serve humanity. This morning I pray for all your children, the heart to serve genuinely, not with ulterior motive. Grant to each one of your children that appear before you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. As you go out today, that which you have trusted the Lord for, they are turned to testimony. As we yet gather again at 11, even for the married and singles fellowship, you will have testimony. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are afraid. Amen. Mm -hmm. You came in here sick this morning. The power of God healed you already. In Jesus' name, we are afraid. Amen. Mm 